My name is Matthew Wayne Selznick, and this is Sonatotem, where I provide personal opinions, advice, reflection, and recommendations to help you and me stay human while building a successful, healthy, creative writing life. Sonatotem is the podcast companion to Scribtotem, my blog at mattselznick.com. And now, the show. Well, hello, friends. It's episode 16 of Sonatotem, and it's uh, Saturday, the 17th of November, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's Matt. Hi. Been a little while, about a month, maybe? I'm not sure. Uh, so, here we are, and uh, wow, I'm... Uh, hmm. <laughs> There have been like four different things that I've wanted to make the next episode of Sonatotem. And right up until I came up to the mic, uh, there were still there was still some question as to what exactly I'd be talking to you about today. Let's get some things, uh, some housekeeping out of the way. Let's talk about the Autumn Project. So the Autumn Project, if you don't already know, is the uh, my focus from September through the end of 2018 to a plot plan and complete the first draft of my next novel, Light of the Outsider, which is part of my Shaper's World story world, an original sort of fantasy setting. The last time we did an update was right around, uh, well, it covered the period of September 27th through October 14th. So since October 15th through today, uh, <laughs> well, um, man, I, I am, I'm experiencing, I guess I'm finding my pattern, but I'm also struggling daily to dedicate the time to this book, to creative endeavors, in general, to productive time that leads to something that I can ship eventually. As I tell you this on the 17th of November, there's uh, one month, two weeks, eight hours, 25 minutes, and a handful of seconds left to go in which I have to finish this first draft. I am uh, 18% and some change along the way. Uh, completed 12 scenes out of 71. At this point, um, based on, this is a projected word total, you know, it's going to hit probably somewhere around 65,000 words, maybe longer, I suspect longer. Um, you know, we're only, you know, shy of 20% of the way through. So the word count estimate, the projected word count will probably be a little closer to reality as I get, uh, you know, maybe a third or half of the way through the book, which, uh, yeah, needs to happen in, <laughs> in the next uh, three weeks, right? So that's a lot. Um, I only wrote uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine days in the last month, which is shitty. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying really hard to not 
beat myself up about it. And I'm, I, I don't want to get into this too much uh, because it's what I want to talk about in the main body of the show. But that's where we're at with the Autumn Project. About a month and a half to go, roughly 80% of the book left to write. It's going to be a challenge. I would like to complete it. I hope that I do. So there it is. That's the update on the Autumn Project. So maybe you can tell from the sort of cursory and quick way that I went through the update that, uh, you know, the bloom is off the rose. Is that the phrase? Last month, the last episode of Sonatotem, uh, I talked about falling way off in the habit of writing. And heck, it's been a month since I've done an episode of Sonatotem, uh, which is telling all on its own. And it's, uh, gee, let's see. It's been since July that I've written any uh, non-podcast content on mattselznick.com. No new Scribtotem articles since July. So what's going on? What's happening? <sighs> I'm not sure. And that's part of the problem. My energy is certainly low. I know that I'm dedicating a lot of time to client work. You know, if you look at my transparency report and income report at mattselznick.com, you can see that, that about 98, almost 99% of my monthly income comes from client work and uh, around one or 2% from creative work. And I don't make a whole lot of money. So uh, most of my waking hours, you know, Productive hours are spent working for other people. And yeah, I get it. That's what, that's how it is for everybody, right? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But I, and I, I, uh, boy, I don't seem to have the initiative. It's not that I'm not interested in completing this book. I've put a lot of work into it. I would, I, I want to tell this story. I want to tell a lot of stories. I want to write songs. I want to, uh, build, uh, things, <laughs> creative things, intellectual property. I don't know if, uh, well, you know, okay, this is going to be one of those episodes where I'm a little rambly because I'm talking to you to work this out. And hopefully, by the time I run out of steam, I will have come to some sort of conclusion. And also, it will um, help you if you are experiencing a similar sort of ongoing issue with your... Uh, productivity and your energy and your drive when it comes to doing the things you say you want to do in, in a creative sense. There's a uh, term, multipotentialite, and it refers to the kind of person who doesn't just have one overarching dominant passion. And uh, that's me. I have always been the kind of person who has a broad, but not super deep skill set, a broad and topographic <laughs> depth when it comes to my interests and my skills and uh, where I want to um, invest my time and my energy and my uh, curiosity. And it changes, it shifts, it moves. It's not that I get bored with certain things, it's that I want to I wanna take it all in. So 
I'm, I'm, I'm working on how to manage and how to turn that quality in myself into a strength. And I'm, I'm not doing it alone. Uh, there is a, uh, a woman, Emily Wapnick, who uh, has really, uh, she's done a great job of turning her multi-potential light personality into a career. And um, I'm reading her book. I actually bought her very reasonably priced course. I'm trying to do the work because uh, I, this has been my sort of my my strength, like I mentioned, but also my handicap, my entire adult life, and certainly my creative life and professional life. I'm into a lot. I do a lot. I want to do a lot. I'm not a specialist. I'm a creative and a tech generalist. The fact that I am not a specialist has played against me, but I know that it can be a strength. And I know that if I could just embrace how I am, that I could, uh, that I could make it a strength in my own life, creatively, financially, personally, all of it. And I know that that, 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 that disbursement of energy is part of uh, the, the problem I'm having with completing the book. And, and let me be clear, it's not that I'm spending energy on other creative projects. I don't have a whole lot of energy these days between work and uh, family stuff. Just like most of us, <laughs> especially uh, as we get into middle age, I've got a lot of shit going on that doesn't have to do with making stuff. And I know that if I compare myself to other people, um, I can look around easily in my circle of friends and acquaintances and see folks who have much more pressing crises, much more uh, uh, compelling distractions, serious things, and they still manage to, to get along and do this and that somehow. I don't know how they do it. And honestly, it doesn't matter how they do it. What needs to be figured out is how I do it. And I guess that's the universal part of this, uh, this conversation I'm having with you is what matters is how you manage your own uh, patterns, your own strengths, your own weaknesses. So, you know, I'm talking a lot about me, but I hope that this resonates with you. Uh, I'm using this... <laughs> this time with you to ground myself and focus myself and try to make some decisions. So learning how to better embrace my multipotentialite nature, how to turn that into a tool rather than a, uh, uh, a speed bump. I don't know. Terrible comparison. That's part of it. Right before uh, I, I turned on the recording software and walked up to the mic, Took a shower, and as I often do, I was listening to a podcast while I showered. And it was an episode of Create If Writing, uh, which is uh, Kirsten Oliphant's um, marketing and uh, creativity and writing podcast. Uh, and uh, good timing, you know. If we go back to, uh, to the episode that uh, I did on embracing metaphor and living poetically, this was a very well-timed um, sort of message for me from Kirsten. Uh, she was talking about 
specifically, the thing that resonated with me is doing what works for you. I've thought about it. You know, am I putting energy into things that are not working for me? In terms of creativity, in terms of, of the things that are creative adjacent. Every episode, right? I ask people to support the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Matt Selznick. I mention it every episode at least once, usually twice or three times. But you know what? And please understand that I am super grateful for the intention behind the patrons that I have. But, uh, but, but serving those patrons, putting energy into getting more patrons, at this stage, I really honestly don't think it's worth it. And I think it's energy that uh, could be better spent elsewhere. And more importantly, the pressure that, granted, I put entirely upon myself to deliver to those patrons is something that causes me anxiety and stress and um, guilt. It's been a month since I put out a podcast. I've told my patrons I'm going to do two podcasts a month, minimum. Two blog posts a month, minimum. Shit, I haven't done a blog post since July, right? Here's the other thing. My patrons don't seem to care whether I actually do those things or not. And if they do care, they're not being vocal about it. They're not really vocal at all. Comments and feedback that I get on blog posts and podcast episodes you know, I, I may not be perfectly right about this, but most feedback I get on the content that I put out in the world comes from people who aren't my patrons. And that's okay, of course. You know, look, the ultimate comment on my creative work is that they have become patrons, right? But all the same, I feel a sense of obligation that is causing me anxiety because more and more I don't think it fits the way I make stuff the way I uh, feel healthy and good as a creator. I feel pressure to do things that I'm supposed to do, not things that I necessarily want to do all the time. Boy, does that sound like a childish little baby? You know, we all have to do things that we are supposed to do over the things that we want to do. But here's the difference. I have instigated the Patreon platform, my involvement with that. I have chosen to have a Patreon page. And it might not have been the best choice. It would be so nice. <laughs> you know. I, I, look, this is kind of how I work. I'm talking to you about this, but I know I've already made my decision. I will be probably shutting down the Patreon page and finding a way to... Uh, I'll find a way to get my existing patrons something nice to make up for the months and in some cases years of their support as patrons with seriously very little return. I guess what I'm talking about is the, uh, again, it's a tendency to take on things that distract from what I'm actually trying to do and worse that steal time and resources from the things that might actually get me closer to my ultimate goal, which is to, to live and be sustained as a creator. 
I would love it. <laughs> love it. Hell, I want, I need to flip that percentage that I mentioned earlier. I want 98% of my income every month to come from creative endeavors and related things. And one or 2% of my income every month to come from clients. And yeah, I want that income to be substantial enough that uh, it is a full-time income. So I feel like, you know, I find myself dicking around with things that, that don't actually matter and get obsessed by them in a way, get overly obligated by them. It's, it's that thing I mentioned, you know, uh, what episode was that? Yeah, it was the last episode when I talked about uh, procrastination, remember? Is that the, is that the, the term I, 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 I phrased, I coined? All I know is I'm not doing it right for me, and I'm not doing the things that work for me. Um, and by that, I mean the things that I'm comfortable with and the things that actually provide a result. I'm not doing those things. Every day that goes by that I don't end up writing, I, I feel this mix of, of shame but here's a shame and I should finish telling you what the mix is a mix of shame and uh, pushback rebellion. And that's, that has been my character for as long as I can remember. If I'm told I have to do something and it's not something that fits with, with what works for, with, with, for me, uh, and doesn't seem to have a, uh, a positive return in whatever area we're talking about, I get very resentful. I get very... Uh, it, it angers me. And, and it's so stupid in a way, because writing used to be something that I did because I enjoyed it. Now... If a day goes by and I haven't written on Light of the Outsider, I feel ashamed because I told people that I would finish this thing by the end of the year. I feel bad about myself because uh, I'm not living up to my own expectation. But then I feel resentment because, uh, apart from, uh, I think, literally two people there's been very little uh, feedback on this whole Autumn Project thing. And I want to be clear, I am not whining about that. That's to be expected. But shit, if it's to be expected that there isn't going to be any feedback or any interest in a, uh, a, a, an obligation that I make, if I'm making a promise to people who didn't ask for the promise and don't care about whether the promise is fulfilled or not, why keep it? And again, I'm not saying that with any anger or rancor toward my patrons or my friends and family or my fans, anything like that. It's a statement of, of, of fact. And shit, I mean, you know, I have other creative friends. How often do I, how much time do I invest in their own creative works, their own creative uh, journey? I get it. We all only have so much time. But my problem is, is that I, I make these 
promises, these obligations. I set these goals and I make them public as a form of uh, um, keeping me honest. But all it serves to really do is make me bitter, to make me resent. And it's this weird sort of um, amorphous, non-targeted resentment. It is uh, childish, honestly. You know, I feel like I'm standing with my arms crossed, stamping my foot and saying, why should I? And that's, I mean, nobody's putting me in that position but me. And it's hurting my creativity. So, I need to take a hard look at how and why I create. I need to take a look at my relationship with my community of friends and fans. Patreon, mailing list, Facebook, all of that. And I think more than anything, I need to not be ashamed about how and when and to what degree I uh, execute on my creative endeavors. I put fresh guitar strings on my acoustic the other day. I haven't written a song since, um, to completion, uh, since last summer, over a year. I have my electric guitar hanging in my hallway, and it's hanging there with two broken strings for months now. And those strings just broke, I don't know why, changes in temperature, because they were ancient, not because I was playing that guitar. I haven't changed the strings on my bass in forever. There's a, a music salon coming up that traditionally I participate in, and honestly, I, I have no interest <laughs> And that, that sucks. And I think it's, again, it comes down to these, I need to, look, you know, when I say, it's funny, I'm so much talking to myself right now, and I don't know how much of this is going to resonate with you. Look, I think the mission of this episode is to kick myself in the ass, and hopefully to remind you to not lose sight of how you do your most productive work and what pulls you away from your desire to be creative. I think this has been building in me for a while. I think I suck at self-imposed deadlines. It's very common for me to decide on a course of action that has to do with my relationship with me and my community of friends and fans. I think I have a, a habit of deciding on a course of action that is not actual, it does not actually serve any of us. I create solutions to problems that don't exist, in a way. You know what I'd much rather do than have a Patreon campaign, than have a Patreon presence? I would like to finish this novel and then sell pre-orders to pay for the cover art and the editing. That's what I'd like to do. I don't need the $22 a month that I'm getting from Patreon patrons. I don't need it. <laughs> it's, again, I'm grateful. But I don't think I'm serving my patrons. And the engagement isn't there. And the stress about it is stronger than the return. You know, if you're like me, it's so easy to get uh, immersed in best practices and uh, the, the, the people who are further along the path than you. 
and what they're doing and their approach and, you know, follow these steps and this is the way to do it these days. And, and, uh, I used to be one of those people. (laughs) I used to be one of the people giving the advice and I still do. But ultimately it has to just be that advice. The best advice that I could give myself and so also you, my dear creator, is pay close attention to when you feel good about what you do and when you feel bad about what you do and perhaps even worse, when you really don't give a shit about what you do. What drives those three states? What changes can you make to make sure that as much as often, as much as often, let's try that again, as often as possible and as much as possible, you feel good and free and loose and and energized when you sit down to make a thing. Anything that is pulling you away from that feeling, cut it out. As in, stop doing it and cut it out of your life. Cut it out of your process. For me, right now, when it comes to the Autumn Project, when it comes to Sauna Totem, when it comes to Scrib Totem, yeah, I, I, I still want to finish this draft of Light of the Outsider by the end of the year. And I think I can do it. I think it's going to mean doubling up on writing sessions as many days as I can. Really just hustling through, pushing through. But I love the story. I love the characters. I love the world. I want to finish it. I want to do episodes of Sonatotem when I'm really driven to, like now. And if that means that I'm not consistent with my delivery of episodes, if they come, you know, once a month instead of twice a month, or however they come, I can't care about that. You who are listening will listen, and you who get something from this will get something from it. And if you don't, that's okay. Go away. Go find another thing. That's what I'm talking about. You're not obligated. (laughs) And neither am I. (laughs) I think I have a problem with doing things that I think I'm supposed to do. I think that they're the right things because they sound like the right thing, or they, they have all the trappings of the right thing. But they're not actually right for me. So yeah, I want to finish Light of the Outsider by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing Sauna Totem. And yeah, I'm going to keep writing articles for Scrib Totem. But speaking of Scrib Totem, you know, one of the reasons I haven't written an article for Scrib Totem in my blog since July is because I haven't felt like teaching. I haven't had anything to teach. So I think maybe what needs to happen there is I'm going to start, maybe, (laughs) I'm going to allow myself to, uh, to blog in the shorter form, more spontaneously. And sure, every once in a while there might be a big long form you know, teaching, coaching, advising type post. But it can be a vehicle for other things. 
I'm no good at doing things the way I'm told I should. All my life, I've had a problem with regimented systems. Come to this class at this time and learn this thing. Because we tell you to. Do this many blog posts a month and make sure there are this many words and that you're always providing obvious value, etc., etc., etc. That's fine. You know what? That, that might be good advice if you're trying to uh, build up a body of content around you know, this affiliate program or that affiliate program or trying to sell some widget or whatever. And yeah, I sell widgets and I sell, I'm part of affiliate programs, but <laughs> stop telling me what to do, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> I have to let my intuition tell me what to do. And I've always said, you know, uh, I only need to care about the people who care about the things that I'm doing and not anyone else. When, you know, creatively speaking. And I've really got to struggle to, uh, to battle against the tendency to give a shit that I'm not where I, quote, should be, unquote. This arbitrary marker on the road, this uh, pencil scratch on the wall. Uh, you know, you must be this tall to ride this ride. Well, my instinct there has always been, fuck you, I will ride what I want. Or I'll get there how I want. And while I'm aware that that has caused me to not achieve everything that uh, perhaps I could in life, I don't like feeling bad about the choices that I make, ultimately. Maybe this means something to you. Maybe you're a relatively new creator, a writer, musician, whatever, and you're sopping up all of the advice that people who are, you know, making X figure incomes every month from their whatever it is, you've got to do it your way and be satisfied with the way that you're doing it. And if you don't feel satisfied, if you feel dissatisfied or resentful or uncomfortable, or you feel yourself being, being pulled away from the work that you think you want to do, then adjust you are probably not following your intuition. You're probably not following your nature. Back in April, when I, I rebooted my website and launched upon this whole idea of, of relearning and sharing what I learn and, and uh, being a, embracing things with a beginner's mind, I really thought that, yeah, I, could, I, I, would, I would deliberately, with great, and I, by that I mean with great deliberation, right? X number of articles every month, and, and that this podcast would be very topically uh, uh, directed, and there would be a real program <laughs> to what I presented. And you know what, really? Um, I think I'm going to be more honest with you. I think I'm going to be more true to that mission if I stop trying to be like every other fucking blog post, podcaster, internet marketer, indie writing guru, blah, 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 you know, go read, listen to them, whatever, but 
That's not what you're going to get from me, clearly. And I, I think part of the reason that, that I'm not as productive with the podcast and the blog posts and whatnot is because I'm worried that what I'm telling you doesn't really matter. That you can hear it from others. Well, that's a clear indication that I am not speaking to you with my voice. So I'm going to try to do that. But it's going to be on my terms, at my whim. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do a blog post or a podcast episode just because I feel it's time. Because it's on some sort of schedule. When I have something to say to you, I'll say it. (laughs) Boy, that sounded so scolding. Let me try that again. When I have something to say to you, I'll say it. And I'll continue to share. And I hope that you continue to find value. And I always want to hear from you about these struggles and your own struggles. If you're a long-time listener, you know, if you've been with me all 16 of these episodes, you already know how to get a hold of me. If you're relatively new, boy, I bet you're wondering what the hell this is all about. You know, go back and listen to the previous episodes of Sonatotum. This episode is more an indicator, uh, more indicative of how it's going to be. Either way, if you'd like to comment on this episode or any episode, or you'd like to uh, offer your own suggestions on on, uh, what you'd like to hear me talk about in the future, I can't guarantee I will, but if it's something that resonates with me, maybe we can have a conversation. You can email me at mwsmedia at gmail.com. You can use the comments section of the show notes for this episode of Sonatotum, Sonatotum episode number 16 at mattselznick.com slash sonatotum, or just go to sonatotum.com. You can use the comment section right there. Those are the easiest ways to contribute to the discussion and to let me know you're out there. If you think uh, this strange, rambling, introspective flavor of podcasting is something that you think someone you know would enjoy, by all means, please tell everyone you know about Sonatotum and have them come to sonatotum.com and subscribe to the podcast. Or, you know what? You can find it pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. I can tell you for sure that you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Player FM, Podbean, Radio Public, Spreaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, or of course you can simply subscribe with the RSS feed in the podcast player of your choice, or you can listen right there at mattselznick.com slash sonatotem. But if you subscribe, then you will be sure to receive episodes every time they're released. And like I said earlier, that's not going to be on a regular basis. It's going to be when I really have something to tell you that I think matters. I want to make things. I just I got to do it how I do it. How do you do it? Let me know. My name is Matthew Wayne Selznick. Take care.